This is Work Life. Hello and welcome back to the audio series, Are You Emotionally Smart? This is Dave Butler from Work Life Consulting and I'm excited to have you with us today. In our last session, we discussed the importance of mastering your emotions and increasing your emotional intelligence. Today we're going a bit deeper. Once you know how emotions affect your life, it's time to learn how to master your own emotions before they master you. Today's session is all about how to do it. So sit back, relax, and listen up as we begin with the story. Amanda was on her way into work, radio blasting and a fresh-to-go cup of coffee in her hand. It had been a rough morning. Her son was ill and she'd been up with him all night trying to help him get some sleep in between trips to the bathroom. So this morning she was dragging and already in a bad mood. As she approached the stoplight, she lifted her cup of coffee for a sip to clear the fog and the lid popped right off, dropping the paper cup onto her lap. Hot coffee splashed all over her shirt and pants, burning her legs and ruining her favorite suit for the day. She yelled in startled frustration and pain, knocking the now empty cup from her lap, taking her foot off the brake just long enough to rear-end the car in front of her. Does this sound familiar to something similar that may have happened to you? Have you ever been emotionally hijacked for just long enough to make a costly mistake? Chances are you have. Even the strongest of us have weak moments from time to time when our emotions get the best of us. Want to know why? Well, the part of your brain that's in charge of keeping you safe and alive is directly tied to your emotions, while the part of your brain that's in charge of higher thought and problem solving is more closely associated with reason and logic. While these two parts of your brain usually function in harmony with one another, emergency situations require quick response. So the emotional center hijacks the logical center, flooding your central nervous system with hormones that can result in irrational freakouts, all in the name of minimizing risk and keeping you safe. Let's unpack this and see what we can learn. The first step of handling your own emotions is to recognize that you're having a strong emotional response in the first place and determine whether or not it's appropriate to act upon it. In Amanda's case, she could have taken a moment to collect herself before knocking the cup to the side and unconsciously pulling her foot off the brake. Oftentimes though, our strong emotions come out in hurtful words rather than actions. Before spewing your emotionally driven opinions or demands on anyone else, Take a moment and ask yourself the following three questions. One, is what I'm about to say true? Two, is what I'm about to say helpful? Three, is what I'm about to say kind? If the answer to any of these questions is no, then you might want to reconsider before speaking. Sounds a lot easier than it is. Sometimes though, you can remain outwardly calm, say nothing, and still radiate strong emotions that everyone can feel. Have you ever walked into a room where someone's been sitting depressed all day? You can almost feel the weight as soon as you walk through the door. Or have you ever walked into a party and immediately felt the lift? This is due to the celebratory emotional energy in the room. All animals, including humans, can feel your emotional state. Scientists call this an open-loop system. Your emotional state creates subtle physical cues that are picked up and perceived by others. Their subtle clues can affect their emotional state. 
If you don't take steps to handle your own emotions, it's pretty easy to bring others down, let others affect your mood, or exacerbate a potentially heated situation simply by being in the room. When your brain is in a hijacked state, it's up to you to regain control. Fortunately, you can train this function of your brain so that you read, recognize, and respond to your emotional responses without letting them take over. That's exactly what we'll be doing in the next audio session. I'll introduce you to a powerful daily practice that gives you more control over your brain's activity, ensuring that you're always able to bring your attention and awareness back to the present moment where it's needed the most. When you can find presence in any moment, you can consciously make your own choices rather than being triggered and emotionally influenced by the choices of others. I look forward to sharing this powerful technique with you, so be sure to tune in for our next audio session. Be right here, right now. In the meantime, look for ways to manage your own emotions today, starting with a little experiment. Choose a desired emotional state. It can be excitement, gratitude, happiness, or whatever else you choose. See what you can do, both mentally and physically, to work yourself into it. Write about it in your notebook. Take special note of what thoughts or actions triggered the shift. Stay safe, and I'll see you for the next module. This is Dave Butler, signing off for Work Life Consulting. Oh, P.S. Be sure to share your friends about these helpful 4-6 to minute videos. Your world will get a lot easier and more fun when everyone around you is emotionally intelligent, so spread the love.